What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Listeners can get 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash helpless. That's Cerebral.com slash helpless for 65% off your first month. No matter who you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anytime, anywhere. Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash helpless. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash helpless. Faraday is a family-run brand making high-quality, timeless clothing with modern design and functionality. Head to faradaybrand.com slash helpless. Use code helpless at checkout to snag 20% off all your new spring staples. That's code helpless at Faraday, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com slash helpless for 20% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Self Helpless Podcast. I'm Delaney Fisher, and we have an incredible guest for you today, Lauren LaSalle. Lauren is a licensed therapist and HSP coach. And during this episode, Lauren explains what it means to be a highly sensitive person, the characteristics HSPs typically have, practical tips for HSPs when it comes to improving their environment and energy, how people can best support the HSPs in their life. And Lauren is actually a highly sensitive person herself. So she also explains how she discovered that and what she's done personally to support herself. So 
if you've never heard of a highly sensitive person, um, if you're wondering if you are one, this is definitely the episode for you. And before we get into it, just a quick announcement. If you are an entrepreneur, business owner, contractor, and you would like to build and scale a minimalist business, I recommend checking out my podcast, Eficionado, the minimalist business podcast over at DelaneyFisher.com. It is a private podcast, so it is not available on any public platforms, but you can get it delivered right to your inbox at DelaneyFisher.com. All right, here is Lauren LaSalle. Lauren, thank you so much for being here. So excited for this conversation. I'm excited too. Thank you for having me. Yes. Do you have a favorite or least favorite quote that you'd like to share? Yes, I do. So I don't know where I found this or who it's attributed to, um, but it's be who you needed when you were younger. And um, I, it just really struck me because I've worked with kids a lot. I love kids. And I think it's so important to kind of reflect back on what kind of adult did you need when you were a kid? Like, what did you need that from them? And give that to kids in your life. And also, I think kind of being who you needed for yourself too when you were younger. And if you need some like reparenting or positive words, um, yeah. being that person to yourself too. Yeah, that is such a great quote. And I feel like this comes up in in my work a lot too with my clients. It's like usually you are some kind of version of your client or your client is some kind of version of you in the past and you're helping them with those next steps. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love that. Such a good one all around. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get into this. So let's start with the basics because I think a lot of people are going to be learning about this for the first time. So can you just share what does it mean to be a highly sensitive person and what characteristics do HSPs have? Sure. So there is a lot that can go into this. So I'm just going to go over (laughs) some of it. Yes. Um, (laughs) So I think it's important to know that um, high sensitivity is a personality trait. Um, It's not a diagnosis. Um, And it affects about 15 to 20% of the population. So there is a big chunk of people um, that are HSPs. It's just not the majority. And it's also interesting that there are HSP animals, <laughs> which you might not think of. But I guess studies have shown this. Oh One of my gosh. cats is um, definitely a highly sensitive cat. Um, oh my he's my God. bud. We get each other. <laughs> HSC? You got some HSC, HSC in your household? Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So um, high sensitivity is also known as sensory processing sensitivity, which is different than sensory processing disorder, which is a neurological disorder. So it's important to make that distinction. So the big thing to remember is that high sensitivity is a trait. ADHD, autism, other things are diagnoses. There can be overlap in like the symptoms, which HSPs don't have like symptoms, they're characteristics, but there can be similar characteristics in high sensitivity as in mental health diagnoses. So there can be HSPs that have been diagnosed with different things. Pretty common from what I've heard is like PTSD, anxiety, depression can be developed in HSPs. The research has shown that HSPs, if they're in a good environment for them, they do really well. And if they're in an environment that's not so great, they do 
worse than like the average person would, which I guess kind of accounts for developing these, you know, mental health diagnoses. HSPs can respond more negatively or more positively in certain situations than the average person, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you mind sharing like what the ideal environment is for somebody who is highly sensitive versus what the nightmare type of situation (laughs) would be? Right. Yeah. So There are a lot of different aspects to being a highly sensitive person, which I guess I haven't mentioned. I am. (laughs) That's probably important to say. Um, So there are some aspects um, like being overwhelmed by strong sensory input, um, like bright lights, loud noises, strong smells, coarse fabrics. Um, when you're busy, you need to find um, time to yourself. Super important. Difficulty adjusting to change. Other people's moods really affect you. Um, trying hard not to make mistakes and please others. Processing things very deeply. Other people might see you as sensitive or shy. So there's a wide range. Not all of the characteristics apply to every person. So in general, I'd say an environment that's not super chaotic (laughs) or confrontational where you can have your alone time is so, so, so important. And being able to voice your needs is also really important and having people that can understand those and listen to them and respond in a way that is validating and understanding. So on the flip side, having people that are not supportive, don't listen to you, maybe say you're overdramatic is a big one or being dramatic that your emotions are too big, see you as too quiet. Those things are all really, really tough. And just, you know, trauma in general seems to affect HSPs more than other people too. Are you born a highly sensitive person? Does it develop over time? Like what's the nature versus nurture ratio here with this? Yeah. What they found is that you are born with it. So like in my case, my parents are both highly sensitive um, in different ways. My dad's more of the um, overstimulated by sensory things. My mom's more like the emotional side, Um, but they both need downtime. And so I grew up like we all have our quiet time. (laughs) Um, So I think for me, it was is kind of both, which was helpful in in that way to know, okay, it's like normal to need downtime, um, at least in my family. Would you mind sharing about your background a little bit? Like, how did you discover that you were a highly sensitive person? What did that look like for you? Yeah, so I would think I'd remember exactly what happened, but I don't. (laughs) Um, So it was like maybe five to seven years ago. I'm thinking what happened was I I found an article on Facebook or something and read it and was like... This explains my whole life. Yeah, I've had um, those too. Those are like, <laughs> a lot of big ahas with the Facebook article deep dive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then just looking into it more and more. And then I found um, Dr. Elaine Aaron, who was really like the pioneer of this trait of high sensitivity and doing all of this research. She has written books. She's got a website. There's so much out there about it that I had no idea. And it really is amazing when you just find something that you feel like explains your life. Like my mom always said, I wish you came with a manual when you were born because we just didn't really know what to do with you. So I like gave her the book and I was like, highly sensitive ch- children, here you go. Read this. This is my manual. Wow. 
So your parents were still like, what do we do even though they are highly sensitive people or did they not realize till like later in life? They had no idea what this was until I found out about it. And now we're able to communicate so much better. So they understand that's what was going on with me. But my, my childhood was my parents did the best they could. I love them so much. We're so close. I don't want this to sound super negative, but they they didn't know I was so emotional. I had weird reactions to sensory things. I was very quiet at school. I was kind of weird with other kids. Like if I was playing by myself, it was fine. Don't bother me. <laughs> um, so they just didn't, they didn't know what to do. They didn't understand about validating my feelings um which led to a lot of a lot of arguing so now that they know they're like we're so sorry (laughs) we didn't know it's fine you know but I think now that you know the internet's out there there are books you can access everything I think it's really important for parents to be aware of this trait if it is in their kids and in themselves just to be more prepared for the type of nurturing that their child needs and that they might need as a parent too, who is highly sensitive. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Definitely. I mean, yeah, I, I, I just learned about this maybe in the past year. And, you know, we've been in the mental health personal growth space for over five years with this podcast. So I'm sure a lot of people have no idea what's going on with their loved ones. And this is going to be really helpful. Can you think of a certain memory now looking back that you realize, oh, that was because I was a highly sensitive person where people did not understand what was going on, whether it was at school or at home, do anything kind of strike you that that could be helpful for somebody tuning in um, to kind of give them like a tangible example or scenario of what happened with you? Yeah, I can think of a lot of things and they all sound really weird. (laughs) The weirder, the better, baby. (laughs) So I guess when I was really little, I would like pull my socks forward and fold them over. Um, And my mom was like, I don't know how this is comfortable, but whatever you want. And I'm thinking now maybe, you know, that seam that's like across the toes. Yes. Maybe I didn't like that. And that's why I tried to fix it. I have no, I I have no recollection of this. Um, I also used to be very specific about, um, I guess we had all these blankets and I was very specific about the order that they needed to go in on top of me, Um, which my mom was like, again, what are you, what is this? (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
when I felt something, it was so, so deeply. And I did not know what to do with that feeling. So it was a lot of like, I guess what they call acting out, throwing a tantrum, um, because I just didn't know what to do with all, all of that feeling. And, and so my parents saw it as just, you know, bad behavior um, when it was really, I didn't know how to communicate how I was feeling to them. Wow. So when you figured this out for yourself, how did things change for you? Like what kind of steps did you take or what did you implement to kind of improve your day to day? Yeah. So I feel like it was a slow process. I mean, the first big thing is just realizing that this is me and there are other people that do these like so-called weird things. (laughs) It's not, I'm not alone in that. (laughs) Yes. And um, just, yeah trying to love that part of myself because it it is as a lot of people say like a blessing and a curse there are really positive aspects to this trait and there are aspects that are really hard to deal with sometimes um so in the past couple years um i have really discovered that i i cannot work full time um i have a history of just getting super burnt out after like a year of full-time work and having to switch jobs. Um, and even part-time, like if it, I I used to work four days a week, um, like seven, eight hours and I can't do it. I come home completely exhausted, have no energy to do anything else. Even on the weekends, I need that time to recover. Um, So that was a huge realization for me and being able to find a job where I work a couple hours throughout the day, spaced out, I have recovery time, I can balance my energy more. That has been, I think, the biggest change, the best change that I've made to kind of accommodate what I need. Yeah. Cerebral is a 100% online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. One of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door where you can skip the pharmacy lines. With the Cerebral mobile app, it's like having your personal care team wherever you are. You can message your care team and access self-care resources wherever you are. Connect with your counselor and therapist on your own schedule through your laptop or the Cerebral mobile app. Schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you. You don't have to wait weeks to be seen. 80% of members see a provider within five days. You can do your sessions on a laptop or a phone so you can always find an area at home where you're most comfortable. There are affordable treatments that are one third of the price of traditional therapy. Treatment options are available with or without insurance. Cerebral is in network for several insurers and they're working every day to grow their partnerships. Within network, your monthly cost is even lower. 50% of Cerebral's clinicians self-identify as people of color. It's important to Cerebral to have the diversity so everyone can get the treatment they deserve. And as self-helpless listeners, you can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash helpless. Go to Cerebral.com slash helpless for 65% off your first month. That's just a total of $30 to get started. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. 
Sometimes doing less can lead to so much more. Dipsy Stories believes in less analyzing and more feeling your feelings, less stressing and more easing into things, less scrolling and more savoring the moment, less pressure and more pleasure. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories, and now they even have brand new written stories. So no matter who you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anytime, anywhere. Close your eyes and let yourself get lost in a world where only good things happen and pleasure is your only priority. Explore your fantasies in a safe, shame-free way. There are hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week, so there's always more to explore. And they also have wellness sessions to help you wind down and explore and sleep sessions to help you drift off. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash helpless. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash helpless. Dipsystories.com slash helpless. All right, vacations and travels are back, baby, and that means you need looks for all seasons, which can be hard to find since stores bring out clothes to match the upcoming seasons. Luckily, Faraday makes it way easier. They make the perfect clothes for all seasons. Faraday is a family-run brand making high-quality, timeless clothing with modern design and functionality. It's that kind of effortless style you want every time you go digging in your closet. That set, that shirt, that dress that feels like you've had them for years. Maybe it's in a gorgeous print and it looks like it might be vintage, but it fits so well that it feels like it was made just yesterday and just for you. Well, that's Faraday. Um, Kelsey and I got very excited looking through all of the fabulous options they have. Um, I personally got this gorgeous white blouse. I cannot wait till it gets here and I can't wait to put it on. And I got one of the their sunscreens, <laughs> one of the <laughs> one of the brands that they recommend. So I'm all set for spring, summer. I mean, pretty much any time in California, I'm I'm set. <laughs> right. I got the cutest light gray jumpsuit. I've been wanting to add another one to my collection because I've got that light pink one I've had for a long time. Yes. Um, and I cannot wait for it to get here. And I also really loved that their website. It wasn't overwhelming like each category of yes, clothing agreed had, like just the right amount in it where you felt like you could look through everything without feeling super overwhelmed and everything was so beautiful oh my gosh yes you can tell they definitely prioritize quality over quantity and that yes. is how i shop that is yes. how i do all of my shopping so love that and Faraday's so confident in the quality of their stuff they have a lifetime guarantee of quality they'll replace or fix your clothes forever no matter what talk about making it easier to get dressed. And right now, Faraday is giving all self-helpless listeners 20% off, 20% off people. Head to FaradayBrand.com slash helpless and use code helpless at checkout to snag 20% off all your new spring staples. That's code helpless at Faraday, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com slash helpless for 20% off. FaradayBrand.com slash helpless. For anybody tuning in that might really be resonating with the stuff that you're sharing and they're like, holy shit, this is me. What kind of simple steps or like tips or exercises or even resources would you recommend they start with, with mm-hmm. trying to kind of figure out what's going to help them? Elaine Aaron, who did all the research, she has a website. Um, it's hsperson.com. It has a self-test to see if you can check off boxes um, to really see if you're an HSP. It also has a child test for parents to do um, for their children. 
Um, there are tons of resources and articles on there. There's also a list of HSP knowledgeable therapists and coaches that's listed by state. Um, in order to be on there, you have to um, like watch one of her webinars, take a test. Um, so they're all vetted. So that's a really good resource. She also has written a couple books. Some are The Highly Sensitive Person, The Highly Sensitive Child, the highly sensitive parent. <laughs> um, there's also a documentary called Sensitive, the Untold Story that um, features Alanis Morissette, which is kind of cool. She's an HSP. Oh, Shout out to her. <laughs> wow, good old Alanis. So, yeah, so those are some great resources. There are a lot more out there too, um, but those are some of, I'd say, the main, main resources. And then just in general, I would say just be aware of what you can change in your life to make it more comfortable for yourself. Like for me, a big thing is clothing. I have a lot of like sensory stuff when it comes to clothes. So none of my shirts have tags in them anymore because oh, they'll scratch the heck out of you. Yes. Um, yeah, I make sure I have like soft fabrics. Um, I can't wear bras that have the clasps because it just like all day. I'm just squirming around trying to make it feel fine. Um, so be just being aware of like that kind of thing. What can you do to make your life more comfortable? Making sure you plan time for yourself is huge. Write it in your schedule if you have to, downtime. And just being aware of how much you can actually get done during the day. Like how much energy can you expend um, without feeling completely exhausted and burnt out? The big one. And just trying to find balance in your life and not feeling like you have to conform to what society wants you to do. Because for us, it's not possible or we will get exhausted and burned out. So just recognizing that that's not possible and you have to kind of create your own life <laughs> that's different from what most people do. Yes. Oh man, that's just good life advice. In right. <laughs> you just shared. Yes, definitely. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is there anything that you remember changing about like your physical environment? Like, are there anything, is there anything somebody can do for themselves when it comes to like their space or their home? to make it feel less, you know, chaotic as a highly sensitive person? Yeah. So a lot, I know there are a lot of us that are sensitive to like lighting. So just making sure that your lighting is not too bright, um, that kind of thing. So it can be simple as that. Um, I hate clutter and I notice that my mood 
rapidly <laughs> goes downhill, um, the more clutter that is in my house. So even something as simple as just like walking through your house once a day, cleaning stuff up, putting it where it belongs, um, can have a huge impact on how you feel and just not giving you that like feeling of overwhelm, like there's stuff all over the place. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'd imagine because, you know, HSPs feel things so deeply, does that make like difficult conversations or confrontations, especially challenging for them? And if so, how can they kind of help themselves in that situation? That's a great question. Um, I hate confrontation. I I mean, my childhood was full of yelling just because that's how my parents and I communicated. (laughs) Um, So I was kind of used to it, but I always cry. Even if I watch it on TV, people yelling at each other, I just start crying because I just, I can't deal with it. And their emotions just like get absorbed into my body and I can't do it. So that is super, super difficult. Um, And I don't know if there's really a great way to deal with it other than just kind of getting through it and then taking time to yourself to recharge because it's emotionally draining and physically draining too. It can feel sometimes. Are there any like relationship dynamics that are best for HSPs? Like, are there certain people that they're naturally drawn to or are naturally drawn to them when it comes to like partnerships or other relationships? Yeah. So that's a really good one because I think this is true for a lot of us that people who need our help kind of have are drawn to us because we are very, in general, very giving. We want to help people. Um, we want to be there for people. And so sometimes we attract people that aren't good for us. Okay. Um, I know that's definitely happened to me a lot in the past and I've had to do a lot of work on not trying to save everybody. <laughs> because I just totally fell apart myself trying to be there for everyone um, and people who didn't necessarily appreciate the help. So I think that's something that's very easy to fall into. The best kind of people, I think, for us to be around, um, I'm going to say my husband is (laughs) (laughs) wonderful. I'm like, where did I find you? Um, He's (laughs) so patient. He's so validating of my feelings and um, so understanding of my needs, understanding as, as understanding as he can be, um, you know, and accommodating to that. Um, So really having somebody who, who just genuinely cares about you and listens is, and validates is, is huge. And I wish everybody had somebody like that. I mean, HSP or not, like everyone could use somebody like that in their life. So we have the, we have the good man button on this show or pressing the good man button for your husband right now. And just to clarify, your husband is not an HSP, right? Absolutely not. Yeah. (laughs) That's so interesting. Did, how did that affect your relationship when you figured that out for yourself or was he, or was that, what was the timeline for that? Was he already in your life at that point? I think we've been together for a little bit, probably not very long. Okay. Um, but he, I think he was probably just like, yeah, that's you. Right. <laughs> right. So now what? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he like hasn't really had to change much because he was always just so wonderful, but he was just like, yeah, that makes sense. 
<laughs> Are there any like misconceptions about being an HSP that you would like to debunk either, you know, for yourself because you've had your personal experiences or even the people that you've, that you've helped? I think a lot of people can see HSP and introversion as being the same thing. And it's not. So there are actually, I think like 30% of HSPs are extroverts. Um, so it's, yeah, it's absolutely not the same thing. Um, there are introverted HSPs, extroverted HSPs. Just because you're an introvert doesn't necessarily mean you're a highly sensitive person also. And although there are a lot of similarities to autism, they are not the same thing. I have come across several things online, people saying like, hey, you might want to get assess an autism assessment. If you are looking this up online, um, that stuff might come up. Just want to make people aware that, you know, it could be, it could be an autism diagnosis, but it also might not be. I, I don't know if you have anything, um, any information you can share about this, but I'm wondering like how many kind of misdiagnoses there are in that space where somebody thinks they're a highly sensitive person, but there's actually something else going on and vice versa. They've been diagnosed with something, but they're actually a highly sensitive person. Can you speak to any of that information in your space? Yeah. That's a great question. I don't really have any information about that. Um, I'm sure it happens. That's why if you identify as an HSP or you want to learn more about it, I think it's really important to find a therapist that is HSP knowledgeable, um, just so they kind of can go through what's going on and figure out if there's more. Like I, in my late teens, I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression, um, which absolutely came from me being a highly sensitive person um, and not in an environment that was suitable for me. So that also can be interesting once you kind of like for me anyway, once I was in a different environment, like I've been totally fine since, but it really can bring some stuff out sometimes. Wow. What, what are some kind of practical tips you've shared with people that have really helped them? Whether it's, I know you've already mentioned what's helped you a lot as well, um, but can you give us any specifics with the people that you've worked with? Finding time um, for self-care is huge and finding time to yourself, finding a place in your house that is just yours or can be just your place for whatever amount of time you need um, is really important. I also do a lot of grounding strategies. So there's one with the five senses where um, you really notice like what you see, what you feel physically, um, what you hear, smell, taste. That can be really helpful, especially if you are in like an elevated type mood or very anxious or depressed or whatever. Um, it can just kind of take you out of that headspace and calm you down a little bit. So that can also be important. And, and finding a way to express yourself. Like a lot of HSPs are really drawn to art and music and dance and that kind of thing. Um, so making sure you have some sort of outlet. Oh, that's such a good one. Is there anything else that you want to share about being a highly sensitive person or working with highly sensitive people that we did not touch on? I guess I just kind of want to reiterate, if any of this resonates with you, um, just know that you're not alone. There are like forums out there online, Facebook groups where you can connect with other people and just be okay with it. <laughs> you know, learn to be okay with that's who you are. 
even if society has other kind of guidelines for us. Yes. Let's say that somebody has discovered that they are an HSP and now they want to share it with their loved ones, um, friends, family, whoever it is. What do you feel like is the best way to do that if the people around them have never heard about what this is and they're trying to they're trying to communicate how the people around them can like best support them? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say give them some information about it. Um, like if you go to hsperson.com, there are articles and things. Sometimes that can be helpful. So people aren't just like, are you making this up? Like, what are you trying to tell me? Because <laughs> um, it does. At first, kind of can it can sound like it's not a real thing, but there have been a lot of studies done about this trait. So giving them some actual information can sometimes be helpful. What I did with my parents was say like, hey, you know how this, this and this you thought was really weird that I did or that I do. It's actually part of the personality trait. Um, and then just kind of talking to them more about it and over time, they learn to actually understand more about it and understand that they're both highly sensitive as well. For me, just being able to learn how to communicate my needs was really important for my loved ones. So saying like, I really need space right now. I need some time to myself. And um, then them just being understanding of that. And let's say that somebody else is tuning in and they believe after listening to everything that you've said that somebody in their life is a highly sensitive person. What could they do the next time they're around that person to kind of be more present and supportive of what that person might be experiencing? I mean, one thing that can happen is um, I know if I go out to like a restaurant or something, sometimes it's really loud or crowded or both. So that can be overwhelming sometimes. So in certain situations, it's not uncommon for us to be a little like agitated. So I think if you're aware that that could be why your friend or loved one is acting that way, that can be helpful to not know that it's not directed toward you. Mm. Um, and just really listening to what they say, really validating what they're feeling, even if you don't agree <laughs> with it because that's how they're feeling. That's just right. how it is. And really trying to be as understanding as you can. So good. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing everything. Where can people find you and your work and all that good stuff? So my website is laurenlasallecoaching.com. And on there, I have um, different ways to connect with me, resources, information about my coaching program. So feel free to check it out. Send me an email if you want, even if you just have any questions or say, hey, I just heard you and uh, <laughs> I think I might be a highly sensitive person. Like what suggestions do you have for me going forward? Definitely open to that too. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you for offering that, Lauren. Really appreciate it. Thanks again for doing the podcast today and hope you have a great day. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you again to Lauren for doing the podcast. I feel like this episode is going to result in a lot of aha moments for people. So if you have questions, hit Lauren up. That was such a generous offer that she's happy to give you some recommendations and resources. 
All right. We do have an iTunes review of the episode. This is from J.R. Dalton. It says, thank you for talking into a microphone and making me laugh. Podcasts are my source of motivation. It's like Popeye's spinach for me. I get sudden bursts of energy to clean my room or finally pick up that moldy smoothie cup next to my bed. I clean, I listen, I laugh, and then I go into third person watching myself laugh alone in my room. (laughs) Hours go by and then my day is gone, but I feel fulfilled because of podcasts like these. So thank you. Saying that reminded me of the tagline after PBS Kids commercials where it's like, viewers like you, thank you. You are my viewers. I am PBS Kids. <laughs> I love it. J.R. Dalton or Junior Dalton. Who knows which one it is. Thank you so much for leaving that review. Really appreciate it. If you want to leave an iTunes review, click the star button leave some stuff and it might get read on an upcoming episode. And if you're an entrepreneur looking to start and scale a minimalist business for more time, more freedom, more energy, more money, head over to DelaneyFisher.com. I have a bunch of complimentary resources over there for you and also eFishionado, the private podcast. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Self-Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. 